Father, we thank you once again for another opportunity in your presence. Thank you for another opportunity to share your word. May your name be exalted in the name of Jesus. Thank you for previous sessions. Thank you for how you've sent your word to us expressly. May your name be exalted in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask today, once again, just like you've done like before, more than ever before, please send your word to us. In a way that we understand, please touch our hearts. In the name of Jesus, let there be a transformation. Let there be a change in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Uh, once again, I want to welcome us to another session of uh, Word Feast, which takes place every week uh, on Sunday, 7 p.m. And I pray that uh, for as many of us who have been following consistently, for as many of us who have taken time how to be a part of these teachings, I pray that God, in His infinite mercy, in His own way, will change our life for better in the name of Jesus. And because the word of God says that you shall know the truth and the truth that you know shall set you free, I pray for us, for every one of us that are listening to me, that as the truth of the word of God is made available to us, as we gain understanding of the truth of the knowledge of the word of God, we shall experience freedom from every form of captivity whatsoever that we are into in the name of Jesus. The way with that, that we need for deliverance, the instruction that will set us free, that will liberate our lives, God will give unto us. Will grant, God will grant us access to those instructions in the name of Jesus. Once again, I want to welcome us. Okay, so last week we uh, spoke about positioning ourselves for God's favor, Still, uh, uh, talking about the topic, uh, looking at the life of um, Ruth. As, 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 a, as a subject and um, the test for the, the study is uh, the old book of Ruth and this study for those of us that have been following we understand that we've been looking at the character Ruth as a whole lessons that we could learn from uh, our life and also uh, the situation or circumstances that surrounds us and last week we spoke about uh, positioning ourselves for God's people we saw that there are certain decisions that must be made for us to be positioned rightly for God's favor. Of course, uh, favor is uh, something that, uh, is, is that, that is not based on our works, okay? As a matter of fact, it is unmerited. Uh, it's not something that we are qualified for. Uh, but then we saw from the light of fruit that for her to experience the favor, the mercy that she, she got during that time, uh, there are certain things that she did that positioned her rightly for that favor. There are certain decisions that she made that positioned her for that favor. And also we give instances of other characters that supports what Ruth did. Take, for instance, Mary, who actually, uh, as a result of her decision to stay pure as a virgin, uh, had the privilege to be called the mother of Jesus, Okay. Uh, of course, there are so many virgins in the land as at that time, but then the basic uh, requirement for a person to be uh, the mother of Jesus is that the person must be a virgin, okay, because the birth of Jesus uh, is expected to be a supernatural one. Also, uh, looking at the life of Esther, 
okay, the basic requirement for her to be even in the palace at that particular point in time when there was a contest, okay, to select the queen of Shujan, okay, is that the person must be also a virgin, okay? So now what if, let's now say what if um, Esther wasn't a virgin? I mean, she wouldn't have gotten uh, a place in the first place in the palace, not to even talk of... Um, electing her as a queen okay so uh, last week we saw that there are certain things that must be done on our own part if we must experience god's favor if we must position ourselves for god's favor and i also want to encourage us that uh, for those of us who have not listened to that teaching i want to encourage us to kindly go back to it and i really pray that it blesses our hearts so today we would continue in the, our study looking at the life of ruth and basically foc- our focus for today will be uh, the chapter 3 of Ruth, I'll be reading from verse 1 down to verse 5. Now it says, Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee? Okay, this is Naomi, the mother-in-law of Ruth, speaking here to Ruth, that shall I not seek rest for thee that it may be well with you okay verse 2 now says and now is not Boaz of our kindred with whose maidens thou wast behold it will not wet barley tonight in the threshing floor wash thyself therefore and anoint thee and put thy raiment upon thee and get thee down to the floor but make not thyself known Unto the man, until he shall have done, until he shall have done eating and drinking. Verse four, and it shall be when he lieth down, that thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie, and thou shalt go in and uncover his feet, and lay thee down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do. Verse five, and she said unto her, All that thou seest unto me, I will do. Okay, so uh, in a way of giving it a topic, a subtopic, uh, I would say. Uh, briefly this evening we'll be looking at the power of total obedience the power of total obedience not just partial obedience okay but total obedience as a matter of fact the moment we decide to just obey a part of the injunction uh it is uh disobedience okay we get disqualified okay for what uh is expected to come through as a result of that of total obedience to all the injunctions okay that is given to us okay so we'll be looking at power of total obedience what total obedience has the capacity to do in the life of a person the word of god says that uh, god requires obedience instead rather than sacrifice okay and the word of god says this way that obedience is better than sacrifice okay sacrifice is good okay it's good we offer the sacrifices of our lips okay the sacrifices of praise to god is good we pay certain sacrifices by fasting by praying is good we pay sacrifices you know just like what david said that uh i will not give god what will not cost me nothing what will not cost me anything okay it's good we sacrifice things okay sacrifice is good but then we must understand that sacrifice will never take the place of total obedience okay there was a time that uh, the holy spirit made me understand that 
are beyond uh, spiritual exercises, beyond engaging in spiritual exercises, denying oneself, sacrificing one thing or the other, okay, going on fasting and praying. Beyond that, okay, one thing that we actually place an individual above all others is the ability of that person to hear the spirit of God and follow after his instructions. Okay, because the word of God says, for as men that are led by the spirit of God, they are called the sons of God. Okay, they are called the sons of God. Okay, uh, the word awaits the manifestation, endlessly awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. However, the manifestation of that sonship, okay, the manifestation of the characteristics of God, okay, in us as believers, as a person is embedded in the leadings of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so when we refuse to follow after his leading, we have deprived ourselves of manifesting what God has in store for us. We have deprived ourselves of manifesting the divine nature that God has, has in store for us. So the power of total obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Okay, uh, obedience go a long way in securing our place in destiny. Go a long way by securing our place in destiny. Uh, Proverbs chapter 1 talks about uh, a, a particular story where God said that because uh, you are because the fools have rejected knowledge, because they have rejected his advice, because he cried unto them and they refused to listen to him when their calamity come, he also will reject them. They will call upon him and he will not answer them. Why? Because they refuse to heed his correction. Okay, it does not matter the amount of sacrifice they put into seeking God at that particular point in time. God says in the book of Proverbs chapter 1 that even though they seek him early, they will not find him. Okay, and that's to tell us that obedience to the instructions to the injunctions of God have a way of securing our place in destiny. There are certain things that just obeying God we save us from, we get delivered to us. Okay? And that's why so many prayers that have been prayed today might not necessarily uh, need to be prayed. Okay? If only we obey completely everything that He says to us. Okay? I'm not downplaying the power of prayer. I'm not saying that prayer is not good. Okay? Prayer has its own place. Sacrifices have its own place. Okay? But then we must understand that uh, obedience is better when God gives an instruction, do this particular thing, okay, and you feel you can go your own way, and you, I mean, you feel you can bribe God by, I mean, by, 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 by fasting, by, I mean, giving a large of sum of offering, and you refuse to do the, I mean, yield to the beatings of the Spirit of God based on a particular situation, um, you are robbing yourself of what God has in store, of God's plan for your life, okay, you must understand that God is not a man. Okay, you cannot be, uh, it, 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 it cannot be bright. Okay, it cannot be cajoled. Okay, God will help us in the name of Jesus. Okay, so tonight, briefly, like I said, we're talking about the power of obedience, total obedience, looking at the life of fruit. We saw here in this chapter when Naomi, the mother-in-law of Ruth, told us specifically, okay, say, my daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee that it may be well with thee? Okay, I mean, God has 
know, wants the best for us as his children. The book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says, I, I wish, abo-, I mean, it, 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 says, it says that the thoughts that I think towards you, they have good and, and not of evil to give you a hope and a future. Thought John verse 2 says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospereth. Okay? And we understand that from the scripture, scattered everywhere, through his promises that God has a good plan for us. Just like we saw here, Ruth, I mean, Naomi told Ruth, okay, shall I not seek rest for you? Okay, that it may be well with you. And we saw in the preceding verse from verse 2 to verse 3, that even though Naomi had good plans for her, Naomi wanted, wants Ruth to, to, to get to a place of rest. Naomi desire rest. Naomi desire a glorious future for Ruth. There are certain instructions that she gave to Ruth that could secure her that glorious future you must understand also from this le- from, 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 from this from this passage from this story that we've read that there are certain responsibilities that we must take if we must get to the desired future that 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 god has for us okay it's not enough to wish and that's what taught john verse say i wish above all things okay i will not that i pray god's desire earnest desire is that we we prosper in all things in every of our dealings okay but then there are certain instructions that must be followed if we must experience that prosperity if you must see that prosperity come to reality, there are certain things that must be done. Okay, it's, as is commonly said, okay, uh, that uh, if wishes were horses, like even beggars will ride. Okay, but then there are certain works that must be engaging. That's why the word of God says, faith without works is dead. There are certain works that we must engage in, there are certain responsibilities that we must take to act for that glorious future, for the designer's desire of God for our life to materialize. Okay, to materialize, to materialize. Okay, it is one thing for the Spirit of God to lead us. It is another thing for us, okay, to walk according to his distinctive leadings. It is one thing for him to teach us and instruct us in the way we should go. But it's another thing for us to deliberately engage and apply ourselves to those teachings and instructions. We saw here that when Naomi told her a desire, a earnest desire, okay, she went further in verse 2 and 3 by telling her what she should do. What can be done to secure her that desire that she had for her. Okay, that even though she desired a better future for her, okay, it takes applying herself to certain principles. It takes applying herself, doing certain things, taking personal responsibility, not blaming the past, okay, not looking down on herself, not blaming her background, not blaming her experiences in life, but taking personal responsibility. Like I told us in the first episode of this study, that Ruth could have also, I mean, could have decided not to follow God. She could have decided not to even follow her mother-in-law based on her experiences in life. She lost her husband, you know, she lost everything, okay, that, that meant that meant so much to her. But in spite of that, she decided to make, you know, a, 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 a decision not based on her feelings but on the truth of the word of God on the reality of the word of God okay so there's a responsibility for you to take so Naomi told her do this okay do this if you must secure that glorious future do this wash thyself in verse 3 it says specifically wash thyself therefore 
anoint thyself and put raiment upon thee. Okay, we must understand that there's a reversion of you that can actually uh, that can actually get to that desired future. There's a version of you that is expected, okay, that is that 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 is expected of you. I mean, expected in that desired future. There's a version of you that if you is is not being assumed, if it's not being gotten, okay, that future cannot um, be delivered to us. Okay, you can remain a child and expect to get to be get to, to, to expect a kingdom to be delivered to you. Okay, the word of God says in Galatians chapter 5 that as long as a child, you know, as, as the hair remains a child, okay, it will remain under tutors. But when it becomes a son, when it becomes matured, okay, then the inheritance becomes, the, I mean, gets delivered to him. Okay, so there is a version of you that is expected of you there is an expectation of God over our lives okay when it comes to maturity you know when it comes to growing okay when it comes to developing the capacity okay to manage that desired future that he has for us okay it is one thing for God to bless us it is another thing for us to be able to manage that blessing okay and that's why God is being careful in pouring out his blessings upon us when he knows a particular blessing, when he knows a particular revelation, okay, we destroy a particular person, he would rather withhold it. He would rather withhold it. Okay, I heard of a story of a man in the U.S. who, uh, by reason of uh, luck, played, uh, won a jackpot and won millions of dollars. And after a year or two thereabouts, he went, he went back to zero dollars, had nothing. Why? Because he didn't have the capacity, the mentality to manage that dollars. Okay, so we need capacity. There is a version of you that is required, okay, for that desired end. Okay, there's a version of you that is expected for that desired end to come to reality. So Naomi told her, Wash thyself, therefore, anoint yourself, put your raiment upon you, and get thee down to the floor. Make yourself not known unto the man until he shall have done eating and drinking. Verse 4. It says, And it shall be when he lieth down, that thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie, and thou shalt go in and uncover his feet and lay thee down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do. Now, verse 3 and verse 4 tells us the specific instructions that Naomi gave to Ruth. That Naomi gave to Ruth for her to secure a place of rest. For her to secure a place for rest. For her to secure a place for rest. God desired that we enter a place of rest. Okay? By proof, believing, through faith, a place of rest. That Because the word of God says, he who, has, he who believes has entered into his rest. Okay? But faith takes works. There are certain things that must be done. Okay? It's hard work. So Naomi told her, do these certain things if you must secure your place of rest. And then let's see what Ruth said in verse 5. As we conclude uh, this session, verse 5, Ruth said, And she said unto her, All that thou sayest unto me, I will do. All, not some. All, 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 all that thou sayest unto me, I will do. Gehazi was not able to enter his place of rest because he only fulfilled part of the conditions, part of the instructions that Elisha gave to him. 
just part of it just part of it Ruth said oh 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 if Naaman has not fulfilled all that Elisha told him if he had refused to dip himself in the pool seven times would have not would have wouldn't have been cleansed oh oh all that you asked me to do I would do it oh not just part of it but all if you want to see the glory of God you want to enter the rest of God in your life in your ministry in your endeavors then you must be willing to obey all total obedience Gehazi lost it why because he didn't obey all King Saul couldn't enter his place of rest because he couldn't obey totally God said destroy everything including the animals everything but he only obeyed partly all and as a result the kingdom departed from him was taken away from him instead of him to be restful to enter his, to, 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 to be fulfilled I mean at some point he was troubled by by demons you know he was he was not I mean he was not settled he was not peaceful he was not restful and that was why he was seeking after the life of David because he saw a future king you know a king in him all, Ruth said, all, the power of total obedience. Friends, brethren, wherever you are listening to me, you know, all over the world, you must understand that if we must enter into our rest, as God desires for us, we must be willing to obey totally. We must be willing. As God is instructing us, we must be willing to obey totally. We must be willing to obey totally, not partially. Not saying, not thinking we'll bribe God with our fasting, with our crying, with our praying, but totally. So many problems will be solved at the altar of obedience. Obedience, aligning our lives with the will of God. Not having our own will and deciding to go on our own will you know, go our own way, not having our own plan and expecting God to bless it. No. It is God that, it is God who, 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 who wills, who both will to, uh, who worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Okay? God doesn't just work in us, but he's also working his will in us. It's not just working out our own will or plan, but he puts forth his plan, okay, and he works out his plan. God won't back up what he has not given, what he has not spoken. His will, total obedience to God. So I want to encourage us. There is so much more to gain when we obey God. You know, recently, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me because of certain things, a certain experience I had, you know, that it is not always convenient to obey God. So don't expect that it to be convenient. Sometimes God will give you certain instructions or commands that I mean that will be inconveniencing that will be inconvenient okay that will make you to want to get out I want to take you out of your comfort zone but I want to plead with you please obey sometimes you might even need to go on this and seek the help of God to even obey to follow his way because it is in, it is in obeying his will totally or following his will totally that we get victory Jesus at a point in his life in his ministry in his earthly work had to ask for grace 
He said, oh, Father, please take this cup over me. Let it pass over me. But then I said, oh, but not my will. Because he understood the detriment of walking out of the will of God. If you must enter into the rest of the Almighty God, just like what Jesus, just like how Jesus walked into that rest by now sitting at the right hand of the of the Father, by now sitting at the right hand of power, if you must enter into that rest, if you must be above and let God, you know, put you above and put let put let your enemies be your footstool, just like what is doing to Jesus now, we must be willing to follow all through. You know. His instructions, His will for our lives. And I pray that for as many of us that we are listening to this teaching, God may grant us supernatural grace, extraordinary grace to obey Him completely this year in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your word, Jesus. Thank you for speaking to us. We ask, Father, please help us not to fail you. In this earthly walk, in our Christian walk with you, journey here on earth, help us not to fail you. Please help us not to fail you. You said in your word that the harm of flesh will fail us. We ask for supernatural empowerment. We ask for strengthening from above. Please give unto us in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we acknowledge our frailty. We acknowledge our weakness. Jesus, you said in your word that in our weakness is your strength made known. We acknowledge our weakness and therefore we ask in your name, Jesus. Please make available to us your strength to obey all truth in the name of Jesus. Even when it doesn't seem good, we ask Jesus that you please help us to follow through. To your will in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered. All glory and adoration belongs to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord.